This episode is brought to you by TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com. TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com is your all access to culture. Check out cultural merchandise like leggings, hats, mini boxing gloves, and bags. Also, t shirts like hip hop, nature, rock bands, reggae, and dark fantasy. Fast shipping worldwide. That's TwoLinedMusicCutStore.com. Now, let's check out this episode. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another. Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report Podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this man here has two parts to his career. He started out as a singer, then his main career went to drumming, and then he came back as a singer. Listen, he gave you mega hits like Oja, Strangers in the Night, Satisfaction Guaranteed, True Love Keeps Holding On, Rise and Shine, Jack Glory, and so much more. You know we have in the building today? We have the singing drummer. We have Glenn Washington in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? Great things, great things. Everything is good. Everything is highly blessed. Still going strong. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us here on the Entertainment Report podcast today. Mm. A whole bunch of things happen. All right. Cons- considering, considering our situation with mm-hmm. this pandemic. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll get into that further on in the conversation. But here, how we like to start off is... First thing, we like to take it right back and then bring it right to 2021. So my first question for you is this. Where did you grow up in Jamaica and what type of child were you? Well, I'm another humble childhood in Jamaica because I was raised by my grandmother. And, you know, all that is, as a Jamaican, different, you learn different things, different, different well, things that's not not really normal. Mm-hmm. I learned to listen to prophecies from the old the older ones. I learned to learn learn to be a man and our old. And my grandmother was was actually my hero. Mm-hmm. You know, grew up having to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> when grandma said go to church, I see you are staying, but I would get ready to go to church because that's how it was. You know, you understand, but. She taught me. She 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 taught me the, the finer things in life. Mm-hmm. You don't. I mean, you don't have to be a. You don't have to be a, a super rich person to, to um actually, be a good person. For sure. And I I learned I learned like I learned that. Mm. All right. And where were you born? And where did you grow up in Jamaica? I grew up in a in a in a, a town, in the South Central Jamaica called, called Clarendon. A Mapen, Mapen to be exact. Mm-hmm. A town called Mapen in Clarendon. Come from a little area they call Farm. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the roughest era in Jamaica right now. I'm not mm-hmm. proud to say that, but that's how it is. Mm-hmm. You know? The first time I went to Jamaica, I went to Farm. That was the very first place I went to. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go there, yeah. there was a little bridge you cross over and got into the place. It's Maypen first. You go up a bit more and then you get into farm there. Yeah, yeah. You go you, after you after you go up Sevens Road and cross mm-hmm. over Pipe Hill. You know. <laughs> they have farm. They mm-hmm. call it only some bottom farm. Further mm-hmm. up them call it top farm. You get it. Crazy. All the things going up, up a top farm. One hundred percent agreed. That's where Ben Washington was born. Right there. And when did you discover music? Not even that you liked it or anything. When was the first time you remember hearing something 
that you liked or stuck in your mind? As a youth man coming up, you know, I, I used to, I used to love, I love music. I naturally love music. I don't know. Uh, when I was seven years old, the first time I actually got involved with singing as a youth man, going to church with my grandmother. And I liked it because it feel good. And I used to always listen to all them, them different artists because back in the days, back in the 50s, 60s, in the 60s, as a young, young youth, I, we, we had, a, we had a, I think, our Radio Fusion, RJR Radio Fusion. Long time before, we have so many, we, did not, we now have so many radio stations. Mm-hmm. And um, they used to play, especially on Sundays, they used to play a lot of um, American music, a lot of R&B, a lot of soul music. And that's actually what we grew up on, listening to different artists sing. Oh my God, that, those were some good old days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, me reminiscing back in them, them time when we used to hear some music. We used to wonder how they do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I've always wanted, I've always yearned to, to be able to sing just like these guys. Coming up in Jamaica on our, on our local front now, I hear lots of singers, lots of local guys singing real good, excellent, doing some excellent jobs. I used to listen to a lot of different groups, Eptones, um, the Paragons. I used to listen to a whole bunch of different groups as a youth coming. Listen to singers like Ken Bode. Oh my God, those were some days. Then and, and moving along, I decided I wanted to become a musician at 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 age of seventeen. Okay. And how did you even discover your voice in the first place? I don't know. I tried to sing like some other people. As a youth, I tried to sing like try to sing like Dennis Brown. Most people, most young men, young people, you know, who, who who wants to become a singer usually started out that way. Mm-hmm. Dennis Brown, Ora Sandy, people like that. Ken Boot, because of his pronunciation, I like that a lot. Try, try to, um, try to sing like Elliot Babandi. You know, I don't know where that came from, but after a while, I, I came into a, a style of my own. Mm-hmm. After a while, but I've, I've always loved to be able to emulate on different things, and I, and I, 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 in in doing all of that, I, I um, I learned how to write my own songs. Okay. And let me let me tell you a story about writing my own songs. Talk to us. And I think I'm going too far fast, but writing my own songs. One time they had a talent show in a mapping. There was a band called the Names and Faces Band. And um all of my friends at school used to tell me, Glenn, you should enter. You can do good because we like the way you saw you sound good. Cause what I used to do, my part my one of my favorite pastimes at school used to Sit, stay in the class and beat, beat on the, the desk. Mm. That's when I knew I had talent to play drums. <laughs> beat on the desk, make I would make a beat, and while making a beat, I would sing, mm-hmm. and I I wasn't paying attention, but it attracted a lot of girls, <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of shy. So mm-hmm. while I'm doing that, and it, it makes me feel better because. In yeah, school, you get your break, lunchtime, and everybody will go run around. I'm staying in the, in the classroom, making a beat on the desk, and, and, and it, it just came. 
just like that and 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 singing different songs and women would come get around and listen to me and then they say oh glenn roy oh you sound so good and very and, and i was shy so as soon as i realized that i'm not paying attention as soon as i realized that they'd be i would run away <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my friends they told me now you should enter this talent contest because i, I think you do very well and I took the advice and decided to sign up, pay my money and, and my entrance fee. And, and um, that time they, this, they, there, was a, uh, there was a club called China, Jag, China Dragon across from Charlie Moran restaurant, across the street, um, upstairs of Ming Supermarket. That's on Main Street in Maypen. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided to enter the talent contest and the group, the, the, the band that was playing was called Names and Faces. Mm -hmm. So when we went to rehearsal, a bunch of guys come sing other people's songs, sing different songs. And the bass player came and whispered to me and said, hey, do you know that if you write your own song, you get more points? I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the bright idea and decided to write a song. I wrote a song. Susie ran away from home when she was only 60. If you, if you go on YouTube, you can find that song now, you know. Okay. Yeah, man. I entered that, that with, with the song and, and I, I, I went, went to first, second, third elimination I won. And semi-final I won. And the night now when it was supposed to be the grand final, we had a whole bunch of Bad groups and bad singers on on the on the show, you know. Mm -hmm. Then they, they had um they had um the, the Miss Jamaica that uh, that was little lady called um Carleen Waddell. Mm -hmm. Miss Jamaica. She she was a guest that night and Miss Clarendon. Mm -hmm. That was um uh, uh, what 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 was Miss Clarendon's name? Um ah, <laughs> ah. I can't remember her name, Miss Clarendon, but mm -hmm. they were guests that night. There was um, this guy from JBC Radio. He was the MC that night too. Mm -hmm. And um, the the final night, I heard my name. Somebody said, and the winner is Glenn Washington. <laughs> 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 I won from the start, and 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 my heart. Boop, 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 boop. But mm -hmm. the part of the prize was for me to get my song recorded, and okay. um, and, and and I got some I got some money, and mm -hmm. I got some, some uh, a pair of cufflinks, a whole bunch of different little trinkets that I got. But um, that's where it all started. Okay, but and first, do you, with that contest, before we even move from the contest, do you, was there any notable names in that contest that was probably the second runner-up, the third runner-up? Yeah, well, the second runner-up was, was a group called um, Dufton Taylor and the Coolers. Okay. Yeah, Dufton, Dufton it, it, we, know, we used to know him. He's died now. He's, he's passed. Mm -hmm. We used to know him as Dan Taylor. Mm. Who, 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 who actually, you ever heard of a, a guy named Tony Mataran? Of course. That's his father. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> that, was, that was my good friend, you know. It was my good friend. Oh, my God. May soul rest in peace. Mm -hmm. we, we call him Dan Taylor, but his, his name was Dufton Taylor. 
and um, he, he had a guy named Terry and, and another guy singing with him. Mm-hmm. They, they came in second. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he told, I remember he told me, he told me, say, watch you, you bulb me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were, they were my friend. Those guys were good guys. That's pretty amazing right there. Yeah, so, okay. he, he, he could actually sing too. Mm-hmm. Right now I have some of his songs that, that, that he, he wrote when he went, the last time he went to, to Brazil. Mm-hmm. He sent me some songs on, 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 um, on one of my phones. Uh, and I still have, I still have them songs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, m- moving along, mm-hmm. I got into the, I got into the business. I started recording a couple of songs. I recorded a song called um, "Black Man Pride" for this guy named um, Winston Peck, who, who now resides in Canada. Mm-hmm. And um, different people used to ask me to do things. I went, I, I sent, I sent, did a, a song. This, this, when I, when I was recording, this, I was like seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. But I used I used to be at Joe Gibbs studio every day after I got out of school. Mm-hmm. There's not one day that I, I didn't hop on a minibus and be in Kingston. Because mm-hmm. I love this thing so much. They, they say that whenever you love whenever you do something and you love that you love something, whenever you do anything that you do, whenever you have a passion for it, you will become successful at it. So sure. I, I I listen to people when they say that and I actually put myself into it. I, I ended up in Kingston and um a Joe Gibbs record I got a chance to record a song. It was an it was a, a, a song that became my hit. I didn't even have a clue about it until mm-hmm. the first time I went to England. It was a song called Rockers and no crackers, rockers are every music on ya. Because back then back then that was what that was that was what was happening. It was just praising on different different type of music. Mm-hmm. And, and and my my song was Rockers No Crackers. Because even then too, I know that you recorded two other songs and this was like the voice of the father and yeah, Stone that, that, Woman. That was, I was moving around with oh, oh you've been doing your research, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was moving around with, with the late Joseph Hill. Actually, he's the one that taught me to play the drums. Well, we're gonna get to that. Okay. I was I was a singer in this band called mm-hmm. C thirty five Incorporated mm-hmm. as a young man, and um, Joseph was the drummer, but he's also a multi player. He plays different instruments: keyboard, okay. bass, guitar. Yeah. But it it is is his main thing was the drum. He was the drummer in the band. Sometimes he playing and the music nice, and when he turn the side of his hat and say "Lion," <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph, when 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 every time Joseph would get up and go to the bathroom and go somewhere, I would I'm drop in the drum seat mm-hmm. and catch my little practice. Till one time now, one time he decided to leave. We were living in Maple, mm-hmm. and he decided to leave and go to Spanish Town. I don't know what was going on, but he came back and got me. Mm-hmm. I had me playing with this band called. Stepping Stones. Mm. He said they needed a drummer. I said, how come? Because he was the drummer and he left. Okay. So when he left our group, I ended up becoming the drummer of my group. And because I already knew how to sing, I had to pull the microphone up. That them time we have a thing called the gooseneck. Mm-hmm. It was no no boom stand or nothing like that. It was a, the gooseneck. And I had to pull it, pull it, pull it, bend the gooseneck around and, and put it beside me. And, pl- and play the drums and sing. 
for for a good little while. Mm-hmm. Then that, after that, I was known as the singing drummer. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I said in the intro, the singing drummer there. Yeah, so even that, with- that that got that had me really encumbered for a couple of years. I I was just stuck behind drums, mm-hmm. and um, I kept. I wanted to come out front, but I, I, I was a drummer at the band, and we got a lot of gigs to play, so mm-hmm. I had to like do what I got to do. And um, I remember one time he came, he came, he, he came back to to Spanish Town after he left Spanish Town to go to Kingston, mm-hmm. and I said they had a contract with a with a recording company from out of New um, New Jersey called um, April Record. Some man called Seymour Cummins wanted him to do a, a, an album. So Culture, Culture got signed up to do this album and um, they wanted me to become be the drummer on the album. I ended up playing that album anyway. Called, the album called Africa Stand Alone. Yes, we recorded that album. album. Oh, you, 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 you had to listen to that too. Of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Africa Stands Alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I played all of them tracks down in Jamaica, all them tracks. And okay. um, how did you even meet Joseph Hill in the first place? Oh my God. His mother, his mother used to live in, in, in a place called Effortville. That's right. Nearby where I live, not even a mile mm-hmm. where I used to live up in a farm. And um, we used to link up. Uh, he, he, he had this lady, this girl called Polly, not, not, not his present wife, the, wife the, the lady that he was dealing with before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Pauline Ray. And um, we used to talk. And I don't want to live at the, at the, there's a community center that they gave us the place for us to, for young people to actually get into positive activities. And um, we, we, we used to use that place to rehearse. And that's where that's where um, that 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 football team started to humble lion. Okay. Mm-hmm. We used to use that place to rehearse, and and um, I got in, I got I got involved with with Josie from from, and you know I don't remember how me and him woke up, mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I know that we we we, the, we met and we 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 the, we the vibe was good. We mm-hmm. met the vibe was good, and we started talking. I started going to his house and go visit him. Uh, and um, we start getting into music, and he was—he would always be playing his guitar because mm-hmm. he could play his guitar. He always playing guitar and singing, and I love that. I love the fact that he plays an instrument, and, and um, that's how we became friends. And and we we decided to start a band. One man from um from we used to live in Canada called Roy Cook. He mm-hmm. came back. He used to work for for um, see how many stories. Roy Cook used to work for um, a company um, that used to make, they, they used to build Fender, Fender equipment, Fender guitar amps, amplifier, bass amplifier, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He used to work for them as a technician. And um, he came back to Jamaica and with the same design, you just don't see Fender on it. He built the amplifiers just like Fender amplifiers, sounding just mm-hmm. like it. So he had some instruments. And um, he, they decided they wanted to put a band together. That's how me and Joseph and this guy named Zaki Palmer mm-hmm. and um, 
another guy named Tony Tomlinson, and um, and and uh, was one guy called Ren Miller. Mm -hmm. Ren uh, and um, um, oh my, oh, well, and I can't remember the, the, the name of the other Ross. Mm -hmm. He's a Rasta man now. I can't remember the name of uh, um, oh, oh my God, it's a long time. Anyway, sure? <laughs> yeah, we, we started a group called C35 Incorporated. Mm -hmm. So then I, you're there. I, I was a singer. That's how that all that started. Well, mo moving back to him taking off and going to Kingston to form his group. And I ended up um, being the drummer on his album. Mm -hmm. And I got stuck behind drums for many years. Ended up playing with a whole bunch of different groups. The Avengers. We used to be the band that plays at Pegasus Poolside. Okay. Thursday, Pegasus, the Jamaica Pegasus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we was that band that played the, the, the Avengers. And um, we, we used to play at, at, at the poolside on, um, on Saturdays. We, we'll be in um, Margazaba. Mm -hmm. And Fridays we'll be in Ocherias. Until I ended up be, be, being a, um, the drummer with a, a group called the Mighty Titans. Okay. That used to used to be at this club in in, in Alpha Tree, right there by um, Ugly Park Plaza and um, Maxwell Avenue. Mm -hmm. We used to uh, that started playing there. And next thing I know, once one Saturday I was <coughs> I was there trying to tune up my my um, my drum. They, they, they had this this drum called the syndrome that makes us up. Poo -poo, poo -poo. I was there mm -hmm. trying to get a sound because mm -hmm. Sunday night we'll be playing too. And, and um, I went outside. I heard somebody wanted to talk to him. So I went outside and saw this guy from um, from Ocherius. It was this man called uh, God, God Bright. Mm -hmm. He said he wanted, um, he heard uh, heard about me and wanted, to, wanted me to come play drums for him because I don't know what was going on with this drummer. So, mm -hmm. I said when, and he, he told me, and, and, and I, um, they want, they want, they would like to, me, for me to come now. So I ended up um, going to Ocherius with him, mm. and um, the night, the Saturday night, I played, and then Sunday I'm, I'm supposed to be going back to Kingston, and he, I said I'm going back home now, and he said, Nah, you can't go home. I said, What do you mean, you can't go home? He said, Because we want you for the job to be the drummer in the band. So I said, where am I going to live? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, man, we have that covered, man. And they, they offered me a good money, a good good salary. Mm -hmm. Offered me a, a nice apartment to live in. Made service and all that good stuff. I'm like, okay. what? Mm -hmm. Easy like Sunday morning. I went back to Kingston. I gave away all my furniture. <laughs> I gave away my furniture to my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I, and I said, I'm going to live on the North Coast. And I ended up on the North Coast for a while. And one time now, one Saturday, one, one, one Saturday we was there and um, we met this lady on the beach and she said, she's a, what she said? A liaison. She's a liaison. Okay. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Liaison. Yeah, liaison. Yeah, for, for, mm -hmm. for, um, for Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. and, I, I, and, and I'm like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't believe nothing. <laughs> and she's, she said he's coming to visit. He's coming to have his vacation here. Mm -hmm. the, that, that was at the Americana Hotel that, that we was the resident man, Happiness Unlimited. And um, 
I didn't believe at first, but we on stage performing and this guy was doing his show. And I, not, I noticed they had the, 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 the table center right in the center of the stage in front of us was reserved. Mm. I was paying attention to that. And them times I used to play a whole lot of drums. I had lots of drums. You couldn't even see me. Mm. Drums, I wrote a set, the, the same drum. I, I, I had a big white drum set to surround me. Mm-hmm. And lots of cymbals. Yeah, because I, I play and sing and I actually I was doing the, 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 the doing the um doing the part of the band leader, even though the bass player was the band leader, but I'm the one that had to say, ready. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, get everybody ready for the mm-hmm. next song. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had to do that while I'm while I'm thinking remembering the words of the song and doing my rudiments and and, 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 and um sing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we was playing for this guy and he was doing a nice cabaret show. Next thing I know, the whole place turned into an uproar. The, the same woman I was talking to, I saw her lead, her name Stephanie Andrews. I saw mm-hmm. her leading Stevie Wonder right across in, in front of the guy on the stage and mm-hmm. turned the place upside down. People forget about him. Cameras, Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. is in the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really spoiled. Mm-hmm. But then he settled down and 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 um, was there rocking, sitting and rocking. Next thing I know, he was staying for two weeks. And every night, every night, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder would be down down in the, in in the, in the patio where where we played. Then after that, they rented the old tenth floor of the hotel. So even, even there was rooms that was empty, but they didn't want nobody else but Stevie Wonder people upstairs. Yeah, on the tenth floor. That and, and they, 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 they had this rule that none of the workers should not be on the floor, but that didn't go for us for the whole two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we yeah. all kind of musicians from all over, all over Jamaica. Leslie Butler, all of them, the whole of, the whole of them keyboard players mm-hmm. was in that place. And then after that, we have a session up, in, up on the 10th floor every night. Okay. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. The, well, some people come on when we come outside, they like, you know, because Stevie Wonder is a, is, is like a bat. Mm-hmm. Sleep in the daytime man. <laughs> and work at night. So you have to work, you have to work with him. So we would have all of that kind of stuff going on. And then after after those two weeks were up, mm-hmm. he left and, and 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 he decided to take us back with him to to the United States. And that's how Glenn Washington came to America. Okay. Question is this. What was Stevie doing in Jamaica in the first place? He was just vacationing. Mm-hmm. He, he, he came there before to, to, to play on, um, on um, what was that show again? There was some festival that he came and played there, played on. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, he liked, I think he liked the place. He, right now, I got a song that uh, that was written by Stevie. Actually, Stephanie Andrews wrote it for Stevie Wonder, but I got the song. What? Still haven't recorded it yet. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so then Stevie's here, and but you said you left and went to the States with Stevie. What was that conversation like? Why you guys even left in the first place to go to the States with Stevie? No, no. He, he he liked the way we he liked the way we sounded. He liked he liked the, the groove, and um, there was a song called um that we we made up on stage. Uh, it was done uh, for this rhythm. Uh, uh, 
first time I met you, I could not forget you. Girl, I know, really have to get you. We was playing that on stage one night, and Stevie Wonder was playing the key, one of the keyboard, back to back with, his, with the other keyboard player. And he was there rocking, I said, he said, Glenn, say after me. Oh, what you talking about? Say you don't like the reggae beat. You must be crazy. Crazy. That, that's where that song came from. One, I remember one time I heard musical youth singing that. Mm -hmm. I think Stevie must have gave it to them. I, I heard them singing that one time. I heard that. I heard them with, uh, with that on record. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, th this was like after we went to California and um, was out there, out there in Hollywood for a little bit and uh, ended up back. Everybody went their own way, and I, mm -hmm. I decided to stay. Did I you guys actually Detroit. record? You guys do any recording or performing with him in the states? We we went to, went, went 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 to record, but we did a few performances, met a few other artists, but I don't, but some, so I don't know what happened, but something fell through and and, and it, it didn't happen like we wanted it to. Mm -hmm. So while sitting sitting stagnant and not, and not doing anything, I decided I want to move on, mm -hmm. and um. I ended up moving to Detroit, where I'm at right now, because I got a okay. show to do here tomorrow night mm. at Cola Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Why Detroit of all places? Why Detroit? Detroit? Mm -hmm. Because I, I I was with this woman that 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 I met in 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 um in Jamaica that came from Detroit. A whole bunch of women came down there, and this one decided she wanted to trap me. <laughs> yeah, she trapped mm -hmm. to trap me. And I, um, I decided to come here as opposed to going back to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So I ended up living in Detroit for about seven years. Then I met, um, we, we were playing as a band called the Samaritans, so because I, I have to play music. Mm -hmm. I was a drummer with this, this group called the Samaritans. O.C. Robert was a singer. Mm -hmm. And a um, couple of the guys, Ian, Ian Allen, who works for, um, he used to work for Def Jam. He was okay. the bass player at the time. And um, mm -hmm. we ended up um, having to back the great Leroy Sibbles mm -hmm. came to Detroit to do a show. Mm -hmm. And um, when he came in, he, he said, oh, I didn't know that they had a good drummer over here. Mm -hmm. And that got me curious. I'm like, what? So one day, I, one day I decided to go to Canada after, after he invited me to come to Canada. Mm -hmm. He said, maybe you can come and play, play in my group up in Toronto. And I, I got curious and decided to go up there and I found a whole bunch of different musicians. That musician and a whole bunch of different bands that mm -hmm. was playing awesome reggae music, but stuck in Canada, not moving. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was going on at the time. There was no, there was some of the best musicians and some and some of the best sounding music, but but it was no no movements, just yeah. just just it was just there. And I came I came up there and, and um, um up in in, in Toronto. I just decided to drive up there one day and fell in love with the place. You know, I played a couple shows for Leroy Simmons at the Bamboo, the Church, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different places, and um. I did a few stints with uh, with um, Jojo Bennett in the Satellites. Okay. 
good group, a bunch of very professional musicians. Yeah, I work with them too. And um, while up in Toronto, mm -hmm. I remember one time, one time me and um, one time me and Leroy had a falling out, and I had to, I had to leave right away. Mm -hmm. I won't even talk about it. I had to, <laughs> I had to leave, like pack up and put my drums in the car and, and my clothes and leave out the Sunday after we did a show at the Bamboo the Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So um, while 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 moving around. I went back to this place where this guy named Bobby. What's his, what was Bobby's name again? Ah, uh, can't remember the name. There. Anyway, the guy that owned the rehearsal place. Mm -hmm. I went down there to see him, and he wasn't there. And I, I went downstairs. There was a bakery downstairs, and I went and saw this woman as, and asked her for, "Can you send me a bottle of water? Give me some water, something like that." I was thirsty, mm -hmm. and she said, "Give me a minute," and I. I stood there and then she gave me the water. And we started talking. And she's uh, next thing I know, I ended up going over to her house for dinner. She invited me to dinner. She invited me to dinner. And um I ended up living living with her for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Just that invitation to dinner. I live, I live with her for four years in, in downtown Toronto. And and I, I right now we have a third, thirty-one year old daughter. Okay. Yeah. Because I know your your time in Canada, you started to win a couple of awards over here. Do you yeah, remember some of the awards you won awards over here? The Canadian Reggae Music Awards. I got a bunch of awards, but that was that was after I, after I came back into the states. Okay. Yeah, that was after I came back into the States because um what happened is that um this guy named this this artist named Shined from mm. from out of New York. He he did a song called I'm a Jamaican in New York. What happened is that he, he wanted a drummer mm -hmm. and I was available because his drummer couldn't travel. And next thing I know, they sent for me, they send a send a, a plane ticket for me and fly me back into New York. So that was the, uh, when I left um, Toronto, came back into the States. I ended up living in, in, in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I started traveling all over the world with him, uh, going to Europe, going to Japan. I've been to Japan about five times as a drummer. And um, okay. going to, to, to Brazil, going to um, um, Hawaii, all over them places, traveling. And and while 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 running around with him, we was at this place called um, SOBs in 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 in, in uh, New York. No, that's not how we started. While running around with Shining, we start we start playing with another band called No Offense. Mm. And um, I ended up playing being the drummer with a group called Calabash mm. from out of New York City, mm -hmm. and, and um. We was at SOBs playing playing on a show with um Big Youth. Okay. And um and um Don Taylor, the late Don Taylor, the late Greg Reiser came there one night. Seemed like they were looking for a band. Mm -hmm. Because um Greg Reiser came and said, um I heard when he said um was there shaking his head and then he said that uh, Don, I don't want them I want to know. That one I want. 
And Dan said, okay. So Dan approached um, Danny Miller, who was the bass player. And they talked, and then they came to her and said, gentlemen, we're going to be touring with Gregory Isaac. And we went all over the place with Gregory Isaac. We played all over the place with Gregory Isaac. Traveled all over Hawaii, mm -hmm. in a Europe, all about with Gregory Isaac for a while. Till one time we went to um, went to Belize to do a show, mm -hmm. and um, this was after I tr I, I tried my set, tried my hand at producing. I produced a song called um, um, "Feel the Vibes." Mm -hmm. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Na na na. Can you feel the vibes? The heavens declare the glory of Jah. The firmament show with this handy work. Song like that. Mm -hmm. A little bit hoarse right now, just, just from, from moving around. But when, when I, I, I put that one out, that was the first song that I produced as a single producer. And um, <laughs> it was playing on the radio all over the place. And, and, and um, they. Um, the guys, uh, this guy at the radio station called Bobby Channel one decided he wanted, um, um, he wanted to see how people go react to it when they when they start put it into what you call it rotation, mm -hmm. and they played it and people was calling and and, and um, requesting the song, yeah, put this on, yeah, who's this new guy that sound like Barry Salmon? <laughs> I started to get thrilled, you know, like Mary mm -hmm. Someone, one of my favorite artists. I mm -hmm. you think I sound like him? Everybody start talking. I'm I'm like, okay, we're working on that. Then then um people start requesting it and it became a it became a, a hit because mm -hmm. we had to keep going to the press to press more. And um this guy who have a sound system called don't beat the don't beat the ruler. Tony Screw mm -hmm. his name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he came to me one day and said, I want the tune in my box as a dog, you know, I want the dog. But guess what now? I'm not going to the regular studio because I don't want nobody to hear my thing. Because mm -hmm. we used to go to Sir Thomas. Lots of people be there. We'll be there till morning. Mm -hmm. And um, this time he said, I said, where you going to go? He said, we're going to go to the source. Mm -hmm. So he took me to the source, gave me an address in New York and said, in Brooklyn and said, meet me or so. When I went there, it was Music City, mm. New York. And I, that was the first time I met Clement Dad. Mm -hmm. Somebody messing with me. I ended up um, talking to him, do, doing about four songs for, for Downbeat. Mm -hmm. And then, then they, they, um, they, they, they talked and they went to talk to Mr. Dad. Next thing I know, Mr. Dad came and said, Jackson. Mm -hmm. I like how you sound, you know, you sound like Jackson there, but you have belly. So I don't know what I mean by that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, he said, so Jackson, how would you feel if you could put some of your lyrics on some of my gems? Mm -hmm. He did, little did he know that all of my tune I remember right was written on Studio One Rhythms. Okay. Youth man yeah. I may have a whole bunch of them. He never knew that either, you know. That's what that's one of the surprises and surprise him. Mm -hmm. Launch an attack on him and surprise him. When mm -hmm. when him say when Mr. Tim say, Sir D, because that's what them call him, Sir D. He said, Mr. Sir D, every tune of me writing as a studio one with him, you know. Mm -hmm. Tell me about a whole bunch of tune written on studio mm -hmm. one with him. 
And and uh, when him when him go approach me, him don't know why he start scare up a answerness. <laughs> <laughs> so, me start meet up with him at evening time. Now we became friends. I'm tell him I want that first he start out like this. I'm telling him used to drink. He say, "I'm going to take a little tattoo with me no more." I say, "What that? What you call that?" Mm -hmm. A man go for a back of a white rum and some Pepsi, <laughs> and and me take a little tattoo with him still, and mm -hmm. we start to reason. And um, that's how we ended up becoming friends and, okay. and start recording a whole bunch of tunes. Every evening we come record two, three. I flash them till I only thing come. The first one I recorded was a song called Love Knows No Shame and the guiding star rhythm. Mm -hmm. No more sorrow, no more pain. Love knows no shame. Na na na. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and him said, Come back to me. I said, Jackson, thing I said, like hot bread, you know. <laughs> Don't be look for me and say they never hear me. Said that tell nobody in business yet. Yeah. That that's not the claim that, that everybody know. Mm -hmm. I know a whole bunch of other other entertainers hear me say that, and them get mad mm -hmm. because Mister Dad never give them a time a day, and he he rare over me. Mm -hmm. So we not pay attention to that still. Um, because he's a different person. So we record a whole patron till one day and come and say, Jackson, a whole patron we got, you know. We have we, 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 we have to go we, we have to go put out our album. Cause we keep on asking for them them rhythms. And him keep on telling me, say, go tell, 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 tell uh, um well, well, Randy. Randy was it the engineer said, tell Randy which rhythm we want, man, and we find it for you. <laughs> man, it was awesome. <laughs> it was fun too. Because I really wanted to bust out long time. For sure. People kept telling me, um, them, them hear me. Them hear my voice. I hear the sweet voice. But mm -hmm. I can't see you. Because there's so many drums in other way. Mm -hmm. Them I come, come look over. So uh, somebody said, go and go come out of front. I remember one time I was in Belize. I was telling you that when the, the people disturbed me. I was in Belize um, mm -hmm. with, with Gregory Isaac. And Gregory Isaac said to me, um, I was playing a, on, on a, a cassette in the van, in the bus we were riding around with. And Gregory Isaac said, Glenn, are you that? I'm going to say, yes, man. I might tune in America, that's to the one. Gregory look at me and say, boy, he come like, he come like me, I come up in the show for you, man. <laughs> it was the virgin now, good virgin. Gregory Isaac was one of the real ones, for real. Mm -hmm. Aside from them saying, doing things, but, that's a film thing. Mm -hmm. He was one. He's a real virgin. If him, if him check for you, trust me. Yeah. Real, real trooper. Him say, are you that? Me have to come open the show for you. And you know, say it happened. It happened mm -hmm. two times. One time in a Jamaica, and one time in a in a in a in um in Trinidad. Okay. When, when, we, I did, when I did a show with him, myself, Gregory Isaac, and and um and, and um and Sizzler. Mm -hmm. Gregory decided not going on before me. He's not going on after me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see? So when it was my time to go on, Gregory said, No, nah, my mad me, I go on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And the cool and ruler. Yeah, man. And after, after, after Gregory, after we got through all of that, you know, say Gregory tell me, Gregory said, You know, say you have to get up from behind the drums and go out front. Mm -hmm. 
I was surprised. I, I was his drummer and he was telling me that. He said, you have to get up from behind the drums because you waste the time behind the drums. And if you get up and go out front, don't make the people them see you. Hmm. Not that, that's, I thought about it and I took it, took, I took it serious and decided, I want to get up from behind the drums, come out now. Was that mm-hmm. when your singing style had changed? Because I know on your early recordings, like Rakas, Nakrakas, the voice of and fathers. I was, I was a youth man them time. I was walking down the mountain one day. I heard a voice. It came to I and said, "Yo, I come quickly." <laughs> was it? Yes, sir. As a youth man them time day. So you Just didn't like, really find your style until you decided later, to really take later it Later on, because I, 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 I was singing, singing a whole bunch of different songs, different moods, get, getting a lot of different moods. Mm-hmm. There was a song I used to sing all the time when I, when I was working with the Titan, Titans in Bohemia. Me and Mrs. Jones, we have, we've got a thing going on. I used to tear up that song all the time. Every time I sing that the song, I go home with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> back, back, that was back in the days, I used my DS. You know? mm-hmm. No, but that you see, good. even when you're singing that song, you could hear that you use a different style. So it seems like you have many different styles yeah, of singing, man, but you settled on this one here. We have different styles, and, 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 and the reason why, you see, people, I only did one soca song, and, and people called me a reggae soca singer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because I, I went to um somebody somebody had me go to um to Barbados, spend three days down there to record a song, call it the the wedding song. Tonight is a special night. Tonight is a special night with this ring I love and respect you. With this ring I'll never neglect you. With this ring you won't have to be alone. With this ring, forever you'll wear my crown. Let's all celebrate. That was that, that, that was a soca song. You know what happened? This guy named I'm not not afraid to say it, David Rudder. Mm-hmm. I think he got really jealous because a Jamaican was singing a a soca song. And he went and he went and record a song about Trinity to the bone. Trinity on the same rhythm. I love that song too. You know, it was awesome. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so you yeah. recorded and everything, because even now that song was done. That song was done by Glenn Washington, and 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 they put on this girl called Trini Joseph, because it was supposed to be Glenn Washington and Alison Hines, but she was pregnant at the time and couldn't make it. So they they gave me somebody else who, who was just as good. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. So then you decided now to really go full force. And then when you were recording with um Cox and Dad Sir D, I know the first album he had put out for you was one called Brother to Brother. Brother to Brother. Then we did another one called Wandering Stranger. I got all hit songs. Mm-hmm. I got a whole bunch of hit songs on, on them albums. Because mm-hmm. I, I tend to choose, whenever I choose a rhythm, the 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 bass line gotta be wicked. As long as the bass line is awesome, I know the tune gonna be wicked. Cause I'm I can't afford to put my good lyrics on no like squab squab rhythm. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. So after that, now after we record uh, um, those two albums at Studio One, mm-hmm. I find right now I find that there there are there are there are entities and people talking about 
they had a contract with me when I never signed any contract with anyone else besides Clement Dodd. Mm -hmm. 1997, that, um, we, we, we did that. 1998, I, I ran into this guy that I recorded a song for a long, long time ago. His name is, um, his name was because he's passed. Mm -hmm. His name was um, Lloyd Campbell. Mm -hmm. His label was um, Joe Fraser Records. Yes. Yeah. He came, he, he came, sent this girl named Cutie to come find me. And um, when, I, when I just moved to Brooklyn and, and um, when Cutie finally caught up with me, she, she said, um, this is man looking for you, Lloyd Campbell. He wants to talk to you. I'm going to say, where am I looking for me for? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, after we woke up, he gave me two rhythms, two studio one rhythms, because I guess he realized that I could do well with studio one rhythms. Mm -hmm. He gave me two studio one rhythms. Um, um, Alternatives have a song called, I can recall all the fun that I had in Jamaica. That rhythm, that was one, one I, I kind of like that. I like that rhythm too. Mm -hmm. And then he gave me a, um, another alter, two alter list with him I started with. I've got so much love to give you. That was that was a comeback song for 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 um for um, for, for George Nooks. Mm -hmm. I did a song on that on the um on the the, the the Jamaica rhythm. I did a song. Call me baby. Ooh. I know sometimes the way gets rough and the struggle for life gets tougher than tough. Just call me. I wrote a song on that one, and um, I wrote a song for 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 um, it's so much love. Baby, don't take my kindness for weakness. All of this is personal experiences and things that happen. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> and I was with this woman, and, and she was like really, really, really mm -hmm. acting weird, you know. So I had to, I had to let them know what's up. Don't take my kindness away. It's not because I'm doing good. I'm doing it. I'm doing you well. Doing good things yeah. for you. Don't think I'm a little softy, cause mm -hmm. them telling me I'm rude, but I'm never afraid of people. I'm, I'm not like that. Anyway, past the past, them old old days, uh, and I move on. I, I ran into Light Camera and decided he want to take me to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. He said, "Let's go to Jamaica. We're going to do some recordings on that down in a Jamaica." So. By the time we got to Jamaica and um, we settled out in this guest house, one day I remember I went to I went to the the, the supermarket to buy some grocery. I met this girl who live up in uh, Red Hills. Or Red Hills them call it well. uh, um yeah yeah what them call it uh, Court, um Kirkland Heights up, mm -hmm. up in up in the hills there. We can see we can see the airport when you're up there so. Okay. And um. She had asked, she had me come up and visit with her and spend the night over there. And the, 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 the next day I was like laying in the bed and the neighbors, some girls from next door come and I would look over the, in the window because them, them window low down, you know. So mm -hmm. I lay in the bed, the window open, nice breeze I blow. And um, I just lay there and close my eyes. When, when them come, come looking for me, I close my eyes and I listen to them. You hear one girl, I say, I would have brother there. He married. And, and the asked question about me, and, and next thing me know, me write one song, about uh, um, a song called Get Next to Me. She, when she said, she's asking friends about me. She wants to know if I'm single and free. Now that she realized 
that I am just the size you want to get next to me. Them, them, that, that, that's how that song came about, you know. Mm. Most of my songs come from personal experiences, you know. Mm -hmm. most yeah, man. You get it. And to me, it's like, okay, after you did your whole drum instinct and you started to sing, one of your, this was when you were on Super Fire. This is when songs like, um, Give Jah the glory and weakness for sweetness came out. That's, that's, another, that's another one. That's out. another one I have to tell you about. Rise and shine. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it's called the, the, the proper name is called Jah glory. Yes. That was the the the, the, the um, lawyer that got a rhythm from um from from Channel One. He got mm -hmm. a cut off of the rhythm from Channel One. Fade away rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, um, Junior Bell sing a song and he called Fade Away. He got a cut of the rhythm from Channel One and and um. Decided one wanted me to write a song on it, but the rhythm, the way it cut, the way the rhythm play, it sound like the keyboard player was just playing with one one hand and way up in the octave. Ding, ding. I mean, it sound good to me as a musician because I I have an ear for music. I can hear different things. Sure. So, um, I told like that I don't like that rhythm. Man. I mean, I like it at all. I don't like how it sound. Anyway, we try a song on it and. It didn't work, but at the time, he's a man who smoked my herb. Mm -hmm. And the, the weed, the weed give me a vibe. Mm -hmm. Even though I stopped now, but back, back then when I used to smoke it, I get a good vibe from it. And they, they, I'm in the studio, Sonic Sound. Mm -hmm. They telling me, you can't smoke no weed in there. I say, you're mad. I <laughs> say, you're no mad. I was too, we went to the studio now. How many can't smoke no weed in there? Mm -hmm. so, I had to, I had to, they, they, they was very strict, so I had to deal with it on a level and say, okay, mm -hmm. me not do that song, you know, me not sing that song, I mean, I like it. Mm -hmm. So one next time we go and mix in lab now, go and I work on some different, some other tunes. And like they said, um, well, to that tune, they were, what would I do the other day? You feel like you can't manage it. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, I can't smoke some herb. <laughs> <laughs> God, God, right, Francis. I said, no herb smoking in my studio. I said, oh, no, I'm mad people, man. I was going at the bathroom and I roll a split and suck it till the fire long so. <laughs> and I said, nice now. I said, yes, man, we're ready for singing. Let me try it now. And then put it on the table. It was one cut enough. Na, 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 na. It's mercy and for me. Go in it now. Let us rise and shine and give God the glories. His mercy endure it for me. Make me free like the birds in the yeah man. Go in it and like to say yes, yes like that. And you know, say so right now that that's one of the songs that I make the most. Don't play it ever. Mm -hmm. Because the funny thing with it, at that time when that song came out, I thought you were based in Jamaica because every song you could think about was playing that on dub at that time there. Every single yeah, song they, they, they said, they said, nobody can bust a bus unless a Jamaica can bust. Not, not a song. Mm -hmm. If you have talent, you can bust from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. If you have talent and you have the real groove and you have the passion for what you're doing, you mm -hmm. can bust from, you can bust from away away. You know, matter where you live. True. Yeah, man. Big, so, big song. Going for that one, you bust it up bad, bad, and then, then, then lady came to me with, with, with this, this tune um, that, that was done by Eddie Floyd. Hey, little girl, where have you been so long? 
going for the one that cause mm -hmm. me not to sing I, I don't sing too many cover cover songs you know but mm -hmm. anytime you hear me sing a cover song it's something that i really like okay. and i heard it the first time and and, and kind of blues it when we hear it the first time but change it around to my kind of vibe my reggae vibe just change it around and deal with it on the level there mm -hmm. and it worked out real good then we did um on, on the satamasagana rhythm they gave me the the, the, the um keep it on our Song for the call, Rocky Road. They give me that song and say, The blessings of joy is upon me. Guiding and keeping me daily, you see. We put, we wrote, put, put a song, wrote a song on that one. It worked out real good. So that was a, that was a, that was a real, 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 what you, what you call it, Tapa Tapa album. That, that album mm -hmm. called Get Next To Me, because Get Next To Me was the title track on it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That was after all put out by Joe after, Fraser. Then. 1998, we put that one out. And shortly after that, we had, a, we had another album. Because I was working with Light Campbell. We never have no paperwork or nothing like that. None of them mm -hmm. things never go on. In, mm -hmm. in spite of what these people are trying to say, that they have contract. Not go so. Mm -hmm. None of them not go so. We, we will prove that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just get me emotional, emotional because, because I'm going to go spread some lies. Yeah. Anyway. Um, after that, we did an album called um, Number One Girl. Number One Girl of songs like um, song like no, Number One. You should know this by now. Have songs like Consider Me. That's mm -hmm. another cover song. I want mm -hmm. another one that I like. Another Edith Light song. And you know how that song came about? We was at Willie Linda Studio, Heavy Beat Studio, and they was running after it. Pam, pam, padada. They was running off the rhythm from 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 the big reel to to um to uh, uh what do you call it them thing they know anyway they was running off running off running off the rhythm from the big reel to to uh, saving it on a small tape mm -hmm. and um I was passing by the the console room not 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 messing with them people I was just passing by mm -hmm. and um. That song came into my head. I'm starting. I know you're trying to be a big girl and keep the tears from your eyes. It just came to my head because it fit mm -hmm. on the rhythm. It was fitting. Like mm -hmm. it was sitting on the rhythm. I'm like, then Lady come and say, Yo, come here, man. So I went, I go inside, go and say, What go on? He said, That's the only way I sing like a while. Sing it again. I'm saying, Sing more again. We soon that. Come in, I'm a penny. Mm -hmm. So soon that and say play the rhythm and then play back the rhythm. Mm -hmm. say, oh that tune there. Mm he -hmm. say, yeah man, sing that tune, man. Mm -hmm. So me look for the words and, and put put it all together and, and decide to record it. One mm -hmm. cut, consider me. I know another big tune again to him. Yeah, big big song and another yeah. one that I know you came up with was um. If loving you was wrong, I don't want to be right, and that's another that's cover, another, but that was a cover massive song. song. That's another cover song um, 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 by Luther, Luther Ingram. Mm -hmm. Let me see. You see, what happened? What I, I believe that people should sing their own songs, but whenever you're going to sing somebody else's song, it's supposed to be just as good or better. For sure. It shouldn't be less. People shouldn't have to say, why did you mess with that song? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't believe that. So. I saw the, the thing going on. I ended up with a whole bunch of albums. You have an album like Your, your, your Love, 
Mm-hmm. Your love, that's another cover song again, too. You know? It's hmm. like a burning fire deep down in my soul. Oh my god, there's so many albums, man. Yeah, because uh-huh. if you look, I remember at that time a lot of albums came out. You had one with you and um Al Campbell, you Dennis Brown for Ipoa. Mm-hmm. Me and Dennis Brown and, and, and Gregory Isaac. Mm-hmm. No, but what 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 happened is that I had a bunch of guys who recorded me before, but they didn't have the, the faith and they, they, they didn't have they didn't believe in it. Mm-hmm. They just recorded me, recorded me just in case I was try, I was trying to trying to hustle my thing. Yeah, that's all I have to say. They was trying to hustle the thing, mm-hmm. and next thing I know, the thing bust to the one bust. Everybody start with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of tune. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happened. But so the thing said. Because you see, even at that time, a lot of people don't realize that you came up with a low haircut, everything. But then after a while, you started to grow your locks and stuff. What was the transition? In, two, in, in your... 2000, in 2000, 2000, when I moved, when I moved to Florida, I started growing my locks. Mm-hmm. I don't think Light Campbell liked that either. Because mm-hmm. them, 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 like Rasta, man. Yeah, but then they did nothing. They could have, they couldn't do nothing about it. Them thing, you know, because I'm a rude boy and couldn't tell me nothing. Cause how long? <laughs> how, how much work did you do with Lloyd Campbell? A whole bunch of works, man. You yeah. have some. You have album like first one is Get Next to Me, mm-hmm. Your Love, um, Wanna Be Loved. It, they even put try to put one out when they thought I was gonna get deported from from the US. They, they okay. get, a, get a up an a, a album and call it um, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Des, Destiny was, a, was a, a group of songs that I recorded for a whole bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. And they used the one Destiny, the, the one they call Destiny, mm-hmm. because they thought that uh, all Glen Washington going to be deported back to Jamaica. Maybe that's why they was trying to, 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 to take my stuff. Mm-hmm. You, have, you, have, you, have, you have a group of people trying to take my stuff. Come tell me that... Um, um the, I, I should tell me that I, I should um remove myself from 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 these songs these these uh, these four albums because these are the ones that belong to their record company i'm like what i did not know that i said i must have been in, i must have been unconscious they say that that, that we sign and we have an agreement mm-hmm. i must have been unconscious because i never signed nothing i remember one time like Campbell came to me and um with a piece of paper and said, um, I want you to sign this. And I'm like, yeah, I want my lawyer to look over it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, I didn't hear nothing more about it. Next thing I know, they're trying to tell me that I'm signed. But not that not going to work out. We're going to mm-hmm. go to court. So at this, because this was the, at the time you were really breaking out as a musical artist. So you didn't really know the business at that time there. So at what time did you really start to learn the business? From that point of I, view, I, I, it's not a matter of I didn't know the business. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a matter of I've been extremely cautious. I yeah, decided I not to sign no paper or no paperwork with nobody. Me and Light was just working, mm-hmm. uh, you know, verbally. We were, we were just working like you record, I record, uh, you record me, you put it out, and because I'm trying to get my career, up, get get my music out, trying to get the thing happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know what? They treated me really, really bad because because if I had gotten a promotion like I see the, the uh, I see some artists get out there, mm-hmm. 
if if I had got the push, like every time, every, every time I, I I put on a song, it became number one. Like I see some artists get. You know what? What would happen? How far I, I would be in this business? Not saying that I, I regret. I'm not regretting nothing that I do, mm -hmm. because I love I love music to the bone, and 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 it doesn't matter what they do, they'll never stop me. Mm -hmm. You know, see, they would never stop me. I have people, I have people in the business who are supposed to be my friends that mm -hmm. that try all kind of little little things, but the more they try, is the stronger I get. The more they, the more they try to pull me down and tear me down, is the stronger I get. And you know what? <laughs> I hate to sound like this, but judgment. Hmm. It's the industry is so crazy. Talking about that now, when was the first time you met Barris Hammond after you got your break in like 97, 98? Because remember, a lot of people I are saying you sound like Barris. So then when did you guys actually connect? You I like, took, oh, you like, know what? You? People tell me that people tell me that I took that as a compliment because I Barry Simon is an excellent, excellent performer. And he's always been a friend of mine. in spite of what you hear some people say. He mm -hmm. he has always been a good friend. I remember back in the days when Barry used to sing with a group called Tuesday's Children. They they never they, they never recorded um they never recorded reggae. Yeah. It was it was Carl um Carlman Scott, Barry Simon, and Ferris Walters. That was the group. Tuesday's children. I remember Barry Summer used to be the lead singer with Zappo back in them mm -hmm. times. They they, they they the type of reggae that he, he now now recorded. They, they they didn't have them have them kind of thing. They, mm -hmm. they, I remember the first the first one I heard that I really liked was This is Reggae Music. That was Barry Summer back in them time. Mm -hmm. But we have always been good, good, good friends. Mm -hmm. In spite of what you hear people say. Mm -hmm. Because you know what, people always try to put put you put enmity or put you against put you uh, try to compete against each other. But we're not we're not in com com competition because music is a mission. It's not a competition. And all them artists who are compete with other, they more gonna fall down upon them face for real in a bit for real. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. You have to, you have to do what you do, do it to the best of your ability, and and keep a clean loving art. Mm -hmm. yeah, You're right, man. because That's even with you and Barris, there's it, it, music is spiritual. It cannot be dirty. You cannot be dirty in yourself. Because mm -hmm. if if you practice dirtiness in your art, that's what's gonna come out on your music, mm -hmm. definitely. And You're that's right. not where we are. Music You're is right. love, spreading love and spreading good vibes. Mm -hmm. Because I know with you and Barris, you guys have a similar sound but once you listen really good i think yeah. they call it you have a herb mansler and he has a man drunken mansler and and and, and berry have a, have a, a, a what you call it now a drunken mansler mm -hmm. but that's his thing mm -hmm. that's his thing yeah yeah man for sure did you guys ever perform on a show together uh, yeah man couple times Couple of time. One time in, in in one time in Guyana, one yeah. time in Trinidad. And both times was awesome. Explain explain to me what those shows were like, especially somebody people thinking you guys are so similar and stuff. Explain to me what those shows were like. Oh my God. We went out there, we went out there and, and did the thing to the best of our ability. I remember one time I was doing a show in Trinidad and I after I come off of the stage, I heard someone say, Yes, yes, I saw you can do it. 
when I look, it was Barry Salmon over, <laughs> over across the fence. I said, yes, so you can do it. Mash up the place. Good, good, good. Then he, 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 he said, no, he's not waiting no more. From me, come off him, I go on right now. Because it was supposed to be him, then, 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 um, it was supposed to be Bushman, then, 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 um, then, then me, then him, it, uh, and then, then, uh, Junior Kelly. Junior Kelly end up holding the bag because Barry said, i go on now. So, Junior Kelly have hard work to do after me and, and Barry's done working up. <laughs> Real, but it was excellently a good show. Everybody, everybody did their part. It was really good. Yeah, man. Do you guys have any? You guys plan on recording anything? That's nothing you guys spoke about. What's the uh, What's the deal with that? Me always, me always say, me always I say in in the back of my brain. One of these fine days, we're gonna meet again. Maybe one day, me embarrass record something. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I notice it. I notice him tend to record with DJs, but one of these days we record with another singer. <laughs> that would be very interesting to see how a, a song with the two of you guys come out. I very well want to hear something like that. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a, he's a prolific writer, you know, right, right, right. Song, do songs. Mm-hmm. We're not just, we're not just, we're not just um, sit around and decide to. Live off uh, some like some like some artists when we know they don't like me, and them sing back everybody's song. Mm-hmm. You know, see, yeah, but no, 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 no. I mean, I will not hate I no God against no one because mm-hmm. of that. I'm gonna do my thing to the best of my my ability until Jah decides say yo, a time to come home now. You understand. You know? Another name that came out basically, he was around from in the seventies, but then he got a break again around the same time you did was George Nooks. Oh my God! Let me tell you something about George. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when when um when um don't take my kindness for weakness came out. George Nook had a bright idea. It was smart. It was a smart move when mm-hmm. he decided to re-record um so much love because me and George used to meet up at Joe Gibbs Studio back in the days. Okay. As a, as a, we used to meet up there when when he was Prince Mohammed, mm-hmm. and um he, he decided to record so much love, re-record so much love, and that brought him back right back into the limelight, and he hasn't stopped. And I, I really I really love that because mm-hmm. I I know him he's been way down down down, mm-hmm. and then he brought himself lift himself up. That was awesome. I really respect him for that. The music business, something where again you just never know because even look at you, you never know, you never know. All you, have, all you have to do is do what you do and do it to the best of your ability. You never know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen because some some tunes I, I have different songs in different countries that's a hit song right there. Some mm-hmm. tunes are um that you say, Yep, you might look down on and say, Chow, mm-hmm. is a feel like that man. Because some countries it's a killer, and, and mm-hmm. these days I decide not to make no fillers, I have to make killers all the time. Straight, straight good. One more question. If, if I Back hear a song, time, say it again. You go ahead, and then I'm gonna ask you something. Okay, because if I if I if if I hear a song, if I do a song, and if I can't listen to it and say, if I was a if I was a um, consumer, would I take my money and spend and buy this one? And if it's not a yes for me, I tear up that and start all over again. Hmm. That's Makes all total sense. Makes sense. There's two names that I want to ask you about. One was 
Bob Marley, and the next one is Dennis Brown. How did you meet those two people in the first place? Well, I remember when I when I moved to Kingston. Okay, first one, Dennis Brown. The first time I met Dennis Brown, I, um, I was singing with a group, with the same C35 group, and we played at the, this place called um, the Q Club in Olaba. And um, after after we finished playing, the man that that brought us, the, the van that brought the instrument, he didn't decide not coming back because he didn't get paid. Hmm. That was that was because of the, the guitarist who was the band leader. Mm -hmm. You know, see, and um, we ended up having to bum a ride. We got a ride on on, on one of those national broilers truck. <laughs> you know, the one that carried the chicken. Mm -hmm. And they this they was going to um Sandy Bay. That's he said as far that's as far as he was going. And he dropped us up at, at this this club. I forgot the name of the, the club. And he dropped us off at this club and, and um we went inside and saw a bunch of our people in there. I was still a youth man. And um they, they had a show. I found out that they they had a stage show. The generation gap band was playing and, and um Dennis Brown was performing, but they have, there was a break. They took a break. The band took a break. So when, they, when we got in there, the band came back on stage. And um, one, one, one of the virgins said to, 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 um, said to the guys in the band, Yo, what make you make my youth sing a tune? I my youth, I want him to sing a tune. <laughs> and they took him serious and, and, and asked me, What song you going to sing? And I told them, Things in life. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Dennis Brown was in backstage, you know. And, and uh, the guy picked me up and put me up on the stairs. I look at you, you stairs high. Mm -hmm. it, the place that the name of the club was called Sunrising in oh, Sandy Bay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The guy picked me up and put me up on the stairs, and I went up there and, and um, the band strike off sound like record. I'm like, oh my god, this is good. So mm -hmm. when 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 um. When, when, when it was my time to come in, I said, it's not every day we're going to be the same way. I saw Dennis Brown walk, come round from round behind, from behind the curtain back, backstage. Mm -hmm. Him and um, Freddie McGregor. And then Freddie, Freddie was a little skinny black youth. <laughs> come, uh, and we didn't look Afro. Come, come from behind the stage. And, 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 and Dennis Brown just said, go on, youth! First, him said, I would let us sing my tune. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I turned around and looked at him. I realized it was Dennis Brown himself. But I decided I'm not going to stop. I'm going to do my thing. And he said, go on, you. That made mm -hmm. me feel much better. And, mm -hmm. and, and I did that song. And that was the first time I met Dennis Brown, actually. Actually, okay. he's, he's, he's a year or so younger than me. But okay. he, he was out there a long time. That's when I met Freddie and, and, um, and Dennis. Mm -hmm. Another time now, when when I when I met Bob Marley it was one time I was up in the halfway tree at the time I used to live at 21 St. Andrew Park in 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 in, in up right off of Mullins Road. Mm -hmm. I'm a play with Titans. And um my friend was um the friends I had up at JBC, I used to walk walk there late at night and mm -hmm. in the daytime too. I had friends like Michael Mikey Dread. Dread at the control. Mm -hmm. I used to be over there. And you have people like um Eddie Fitzroy, Fitzroy Edwards. He used to work there too. And um, he was a friend of mine. And then um, Errol Thompson, DJ E.T. was a friend of mine. He used to come pick me up in a little blue, blue uh, Volkswagen and mm -hmm. take me down to Greenwich Farm over by roast fish and, 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 and Irish mass. Hmm. But me and him was close. 
back in them days. And um, one day he decided to say, I'm go to a tough gang. Mm -hmm. Go meet the gang. So we went up, we went up, up to the tough gang and um, Bob Marley was laying on the floor right in the doorway. And, and nobody can pass him. You know, a bunch of, bunch of arrestors stand up with their arm full like that. They better not pass the king. <laughs> so when he wake up, in, in, when he, he, he woke up and he, he got up and, and looked at me, I said, where you far? <laughs> I don't know whether I should run or what. He said, where you far? <laughs> I'm going to tell him who me is and, and, and I'm going to jump up with the band down at Bohemia. And I'm saying, he will smile. He come from out of a frown to a smile and say, all right, you're you good. And, <laughs> and um, E.T. introduced me to him. At, and that was how I met Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Just like that. Because, again, you've done so many stuff from singing, from singing to drum playing and all of that good stuff there. This is what I want to know from you also. You toured the globe. You've done so many things. Tell me three shows that you've done that you'll never forget ever one time in your life. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I did one... Um, one show, the first time I went to Africa, mm -hmm. where I, 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 it was just me and my band, me and my little five-piece band. Mm -hmm. We had 38,000 people in a, in, in a, uh, uh, in a, uh, a stadium mm -hmm. in, in, in um, Nairobi. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was something else. We, we, went, we went there for, for three shows. One was a, a government show for... Um, for the for the, for the, all the people who work in the government, it was like we played at this club called City Cabanas. Where we played for we played for over three thousand people that night, mm -hmm. and I thought I thought that was a pretty decent crowd. Mm -hmm. And the following that night was a Saturday night. That was a Friday night. Saturday night, we played in a place called Mombasa. We had twelve thousand people. That was pretty decent too in a park. <laughs> yeah. But 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 when we came back, uh, we came back late from Mombasa. It was like our flight away, mm -hmm. and then we missed our flight and had, and they had to sit there. My security had to stand around me while I lay on a couch in the, in the airport and got a nap. Hmm. And then when I when I I find, when I finally got into Nairobi again, back into my hotel, I was there trying to catch a little doors out. Next thing I know, I pop, pop on the door. The promoter come and say, look at the TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> look at the TV. I see people running. This is flinging stone and bottle. And people are running. You know what happened? Mm -hmm. the, the stadium was full. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and um, the people was, they said they come to see Glen Washington. They don't want to see no opening act. Until they open up that they we see you all the time. Yeah. One man, I saw one man saying, I walked for three days to get here. I want to yeah. see <laughs> So the promoter said, we have to go now. So I, did, I couldn't even put on no decent clothes, bought all my clothes and couldn't change. Mm -hmm. I just pulled up a jeans and turned up with a red, gold, and green sweater and put on my clocks. I said, let's go. I run, out, run, run outside. Some, some, some a battalion, a soldier, some tall virgin, you know, come out and, and say, um, don't worry, we got your back. You'll be all right. And then camera over the stadium. No, no instrument on the stage, you know. Hmm. And and um, then we, we drive underneath a tunnel and come out right by the by the stage. Mm -hmm. 
up. And the, the captain said, we got your back. Then he bought me a, a cordless microphone. And you see, when I say, this was awesome. When I say, Nairobi, how you feeling? And they say, because you saw me now, so that I was really in the house. Oh my God. Yeah, but you hear the story when they say about when the people make a shout. When the people make a shout, King. When the people make a shout, you can feel the ground shake. That, that scared the hell out of me in my heart. He said, Don't worry, everything is all right. That time, Mm -hmm. See, some guys come and start sweep off the broken bottle and, and, and uh, mash up stone off of the stage because they was flinging stones and bottles, you know. Mm -hmm. Sweep off that off of the stage and then start put back the instrument together. And and, and I'm here, I stand up on the stage, I sing, I sing one tune, they, they love that tune and they like this one. I saw a vision of a Rasta man beckoning out to me. He said, gather your brothers in. And let me sing another song called, Oh, Beulah Land, sweet Beulah Land. That's where I want to be. Then a bright idea hit me. I'm going to say, let's change the words. I'm going to say, oh, Kenya Land, sweet Kenya Land. That's where I'd like to be. And the place pop off no Oh, my God. Let me get used to this shouting now, because shouting, shake the ground, you know. And, 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 and. Well, we stopped singing no wonder. We had to we say, well, you know, this one now we are sing a cappella for about 45 minutes. And them are sing with me now. Then they know the words of every song. Mm -hmm. And then hear them go, but I'm not sing nothing. I'm not sing nothing. So I say, wait, I'm not shout out for you. I turn around and look behind me. My banner come inside the stadium. And that them see. And the band up on stage and set up and give them two hours. So they get two hours and 45 minutes. Mm. That was one of the most awesome things I ever said. Then nobody moved. Everybody stand still. And they knew all the words to my song. That one bring me to tears, you know, man. I said, oh, my God, I never come to this place before. Mm -hmm. Look how far away this is from home. And these people, you see, music, music mm -hmm. transcends all boundaries. I, re I got sure. to realize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I go to some place and hear some people ask me some tune. I remember the words. I have to go up on YouTube. But, hmm. but, uh, pull it up and listen back to it again. And quick, quick time and say, oh, okay. <laughs> Ready again. But I record so many songs. Sometimes you don't mm -hmm. remember them. For sure. Yeah, man. Give me, give me two more shows. That was the Kenya one. Two more shows that stick out in your mind forever. Yeah, another another one that I did was 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 one in a Belgium. Mm -hmm. In a Belgium, that was so many people, over a hundred thousand people. Crazy. That, that 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 one was awesome, man. Mm -hmm. And people actually know the words of your song. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then the first time I I toured the UK. The first time okay. I toured the UK. That's another one. A whole bunch of shows. Whole mm -hmm. bunch of shows. Bradford, Birmingham, Bristol. Whether or not the place where they say Robin would come from again. Um, I, I don't even remember. Oh, <laughs> my, 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 um, it's a Sherwood, somewhere there. Something like that, yes? Yeah, we played there. And, mm -hmm. and, and the last show, the very last show before we came back out, I think that was 2000, the very mm -hmm. last show. We did that in a place called Astoria in, mm -hmm. in, on, the, on the West End in, 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 uh, in London. 
that, that was touring with my band, my, my band, um, my band name, um, um, what the name of the band? What name of the band? Oh, me that play one video game and they asked me, what, 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 what the name of the band? I'm say, um, what the blood clean? Me can't remember nothing. No. <laughs> me I get old. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. it's just State one of those things. Emergency. That was the name that I gave the band. Mm -hmm. I was playing a game called State of Emergency, you know, mm -hmm. a video game. Can't me the man I love my video game, State okay. of Emergency. And 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 um, I was playing the game and and, and the bass player come and say, "Where you are? Where you are? When you name the band, Mister State of Emergency, I'm not paying no mind. I, I, I just said it as a jest. But mm -hmm. they say, "Yeah, that's a good name, State of Emergency," and we use that name. Mm -hmm. The same band exists now, but they call it uh, um uh, um in in a Florida. Mm -hmm. What them call it again? I oh, tell me, can't remember nothing. <laughs> them claim say. Hold on, hold on. You don't have to go ask somebody. Mm -hmm. Same band exists right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big, big band there. Crazy. Even another time, because I know you you bust from states. Another big, big show you did in Jamaica was Rebel Salute. What was that to work on a Rebel Salute, especially now you're coming home to work? Well, that was a while back. Bonnie Wheeler was on that show. Mm -hmm. And when we finished that show, it was daylight. Mm -hmm. That was a long time. That was 2001. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I wish I had your memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I've, 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 played, I've played a lot of places. Um, Brazil, different. Um, uh, um, what the name of the place again? Um, whatever, where, what's the name of that other Spanish place where the, where the rainforest is? The Amazon. The, uh, yeah, I, I, I went, I went down, down in in the Amazon. I, I did. I even went went to do a show one time. This is one of the shows that I regretted doing. Mm -hmm. You remember where that man um, took took those people and made them commit suicide? Jim Jones. That was in yeah, Guyana Jim in Jones, the bush. Yeah, in 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 in, a, in a, um, Guyana. Mm -hmm. It's after we finished doing the show and get ready to fly out the next day. They told me that's where it happened. You know? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I did not like that. It made me sad. No, for sure. You know I did I mean? not like that. I did not like that at all. You spoke about your songwriting ability. This one here is two in one. I know you wrote a song called Captured, and this was for your wife that you married in February. How did you come well, up with well, this song? Well, these days, these days, uh, these she's actually, she's actually, she's actually my, my inspiration these days because of the, the nice things that she does. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she can get rambunctious, but mm -hmm. she does some nice things. And actually, I see myself, I move nowhere else beside with this woman right now. She's my manager and she's my, my, she's my lover. She's my, mm -hmm. my wife and my, one of my greatest inspiration. Mm -hmm. and I, I'm not saying that with water in my mouth either. I yeah. really love this woman. It 100%. And what was the, the thought in your mind when you decided to pen that song there? Well, well, we get married and, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm making that decision, that plunge. I'm, I'm, I'm going back in the days, I would be scared and run gone because mm -hmm. <laughs> I've run away from many women. Okay. Yeah. But this time I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out and let it work. You know, I'm going to let it work real good. 
So I I I, I write this these lyrics right the, like a couple of days before we got married. Mm-hmm. Until that do we part, you have taken full control of my heart. <laughs> oh my God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't let me cry now, man. <laughs> listen because because you feel it imagine how people feel listening to your song opposed to how you feel listening back to your song true, the same true. emotion you get yeah is the same emotion we get also <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm, I'm a very emotional person you know mm-hmm. you could tell try, by I, the word you write i try to keep it positive keep positive emotions because mm-hmm. i can get really dangerous emotions too mm-hmm. you know but uh, we, we stay on the positive you could definitely tell. And that brings us up to your new album that just came out last year called Time of My Life. All right. No, that's sorry. I'm living well. I'm living well. Yeah. That time of my life was the one before. Mm-hmm. That came out 2017, I think it came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm that living my- well. That was a different, that title there is a different thing for a gun Washington. What made you decide to put out an album like that? Well, what, what what was happening was people was talking about different things that they think Glen Washington is washed up and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 saying no, I'm I'm just I'm just letting them know that no 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 just because you don't see me or you don't hear me, I'm 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 not washed up. I'm living way out in the boondocks and I'm living well. Things are good. Things are happening in my life. You know, I'm making progress. You know, it, it, just because some people don't see you, they think that that you're done. Mm-hmm. But then think me done, me just have come. <laughs> <laughs> just have come, man. Everything yeah. is highly blessed. Crazy. Everything and I know on that album, they're the same title track, I'm Living Well. You were the one playing the drums. I played the drums on a, couple, on a few tracks. They, 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 there's a cover song on there. That, um, um, there's, there's, a song, there's a song on there that done by Danny Hathaway. You were meant for me. No one else could come between this love I know. I'll never let you go. I played the drums on that one. One day I was I was I was in the studio one day and Willie said, Hey Glenn, mm-hmm. come play some drums, man. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just joking. I'm like, he said, nah, man, man. Now when he decided the the the, the, the drum board because I I love playing the drums and I like to do different rudiments. And it worked out real good. When I listened back to it, I was like, whoa, wicked. You see, Willie Lino, he's an awesome producer. And anything that he got to say, I'm, I'm always listening because I learned a whole bunch of stuff from that guy. He got serious, good experience. As a matter of fact, let me tell people, Willie Lino is the one that made Barry Salmon. See, for, for those who don't know, yeah, wow, and and, yeah. and I'm, I think I'm in the right camp. Mm-hmm. You want to hear some things coming? We got an album coming that's gonna kill people, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. New, no. new, new, um, good old tracks that people love, mm-hmm. but new, new vision, new vibe, new, new storyline, and, mm-hmm. and new melodies. And, and, and I got 14. Let me just me not let you push out of the bag. We got 14 um 14 Treasure Isle, good old Treasure Isle rhythms mm. with brand new songs on them. 
serious songs, songs of reality, songs mm -hmm. of roots and culture, and talking about what's going on right now, bringing judgment onto the wicked. Trust me, people look forward to that because that's going to put a change in everybody's life. Mm -hmm. Definitely looking because you did the Studio One. Now it's a Treasure Isle version. No, it's a Treasure Isle. Mm -hmm. This this one is going to really be a treasure. Yeah. We, we, we have the, all new rhythms, you know. We don't use back them old rhythms either, you know. Okay. We clap them back good and proper. Slide down bar. And you have the Jackie Jackson and the... the, 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 the who is the original bass player and them thing? Mm. And you have Dean Fraser and you have you have um um Willie Lindo original mm. guitarist and you, you have um Kashi playing the wicked little musician, mm. singer songwriter. Trust mm -hmm. me, yeah man. We this have a good a team. One. We have a good team on this one. Mm -hmm. From you and say Dean Way, Dean Fraser, uh, Willie uh, Lindo, all of them. Big, yeah, big, and big. All, all songs written by Glenn Washington, mm -hmm. just like Mr. Dad mm -hmm. put on, on, on the Studio One albums. I love that. All sure. songs written by Glenn Washington. Good, good. We'll be looking forward for that one here. This is the last oh. one I have for you before I get you out of here. You've had this crazy career from in the 70s right now until 2021. When would you say has been the highest part of your career? And when has been the lowest part of your career thus far? Well, the lowest part of my career right now is is when 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 these these crazy record companies um executive trying to steal my stuff. That's one that's the lowest part of my career. Mm -hmm. You know, but I I I roll over them for real because I I know that me and them people don't have the same girlfriend that mm -hmm. we're gonna sing about the the, uh, the same girlfriend. And me and them never write no song. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> me and them don't write no song because them don't know it like me. And that's one of the lowest points with these unscrupulous people trying to, trying to steal my stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's when would you say was, would have been the highest so far? The highest point, the highest point is, is making music and, 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 and see that people really enjoy. People, people love it to the max. Because mm -hmm. when they feel it, I feel it too, and if I, if I if I can portray or put across, mm -hmm. and make 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 people bring people happiness, that's my greatest joy. You get it, and you understand. Listen, great, great, great conversation. Right yeah, now, the floor does. is yours. Thank you. The floor is yours. If there's anything you want to say, anybody you want to big up, leave some information where they could check out your thing. The floor is yours, one hundred percent. Right I, now, I just want to big up everyone. I just want to big up all of me, all of my entertainers for them. Big up, big up, merciless. Big up, Dennis Al Capone, my virgin for years. Now I'm changed. All when I cuss him, me still not change. because me know him from me a youth man, and me love him same way. Big, big up, big up yourself, muscle. You're doing a great, great job. Big up. All the entertainers, Barry Salmon, everybody, uh, all Leroy Sibyls, people who have influence on, on my career. Big up everyone. There's too, too numerous to mention right mm -hmm. now. Giving thanks. We just, me and Dennis Alcapon and, and Merciless just, just did an uh, awesome recording called Clarendon Connection. And mm -hmm. we, want, we, want, we just want to tell the people them that love and unity and, 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 and we'll give you prosperity. In, all you have to do is just stay focused and praise Jah and keep a clean heart because that's most important right from the start. 
you get it there. If they want to check out some of your music online or if they even want to check you out on social media or anything, where could they check you out? Check me out at Glenn Rye Washington at Facebook.com. Glenn and check out um Jackie White at Facebook.com. Mm-hmm. I just go and go social media, put in Glenn Washington and on and, 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 and YouTube and listen to everything. They say that they, they tell me that I have the longest playlist. Mm-hmm. Songs forever. Yeah. No, you you you've done a lot. That's why even some I just had to pick a random few. I said, okay, I'm gonna pick these out of the catalog and we're gonna speak about these because you have single after single, album after album. It's just crazy the amount of songs and hits you have also. Yeah, well, well, we, we've been making hits left and right. And uh, mm-hmm. and um some some of them bust up some people heads still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't hold back when it comes to the truth. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna and, and, and if 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 somebody wrong me, I'm gonna sing about them. Like some wagonists. Mm-hmm. Some people who are, who are wagonists telling everybody that they know me and uh-uh, how are them grow me. Them are wagonists will burn fire upon them. <laughs> anyway, love and respect to each and everyone. I love you to the love to the bone. All people in the world from different parishes and different places and from different nationalities. Black, white, green, pink, yellow people. I love all I want to the bone. See? Just no, like no disrespect to no one. Just like that. And you know, before I get you out of here, I'm gonna need an acapella, a muscle acapella of rise and shine. Now massive, let's rise and shine. Give muscles the glory. He's right here playing good music for we. Now massive, you should open your eyes and see. Let us sing and shout. Muscles praises forever. So the world can see. Very good writer. He can be. Rastafari, bless up each and everyone. Rastafari, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.